Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello, y'all. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm Virginia Diazis. I am so excited that you're here. We're doing the thing, the inaugural episode. And I will be dropping multiple episodes at the same time so that you have a chance to binge. But what I have packed in today's episode is really... It's going to be so good. <laughs> it is a fire, 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 because it is the top five lessons that I have learned after a decade of running my own online businesses. And we're talking about building a six figure business without burnout, without overwhelm, without hustle and grind while living your best life. And the lessons I want to share with you. They're so important to me. They're so close to my heart. It's it's really hard to put it in words because it's so common to start your business. You're super excited and then you think you need to work super, super hard to make it successful. And then comes a time where you're just really tired of it. Then comes the time where you're really overwhelmed, eventually comes burnout. And then what I've seen so many people do is abandon their business because they're just, they have no more energy for it and no more love or passion for it. And what I'm going to share with you today is going to make the biggest difference in your life and in your business. So let's dive right in. Let's take a quick peek at my first online business. So it was 2013. I had two degrees from business school, one degree from fashion school. And I decided to start a fashion e-commerce brand for women's activewear. You can still check it out at Acrovita on Instagram. And I was working 18-hour days, 365 days of the year for multiple years. I was feeling completely overwhelmed. I was doing all the things. And I was pretty damn broke because absolutely no one was buying my stuff, even though I had almost 30,000 followers on Instagram. I had an email list. I had a Pinterest account, a Facebook page. I mean, you name it. I had all the things. And I had done little online courses too, or not even that little, like $1,500, something like that, self-study online courses. And I knew how to grow all of these platforms. I knew how to drive traffic, but no one was buying anything until I was ready to give up my business. And a friend of mine said, Virginia, you know, you never give people a reason to buy. I mean, your pages, they, they all look beautiful, but 
you don't give people a reason to shop. You need to learn how to write copy. And that's what I, I made it my last resort. I was like, okay, well, I'm ready to shut this whole thing down and just declare, I don't know, that I'm broke and I failed and I just can't deal with it anymore. But I'm going to give this one last chance. So I stopped doing everything I was doing, learned how to write copy, got some books, took some classes and got really analytical and like how other people in Silicon Valley are selling their stuff online. And it turned out I had a natural gift for writing copy and like my analytical and like super detail oriented mind really helped. I changed how I talked about my product. And within 90 days, I sold out of every single unit that I could not sell for three entire years. So by that time, I, I told you I was burned out from my business and I had lost all the passion. I was so freaking glad when everything was sold because I was so ready for something new. And my friend who suggested that, he was a coach. His wife was an influencer or is an influencer. And I'm so freaking grateful because it was like, you know what? You're really good at writing copy. Do you want to write our copy? And suddenly I had a small agency. Now, fast forward to my current business, which I started out very differently. And the five things that made a big difference, that's what we're going to dive into in a second. But fast forward to my current business. I'm working only four to five hours per day. I have two babies, well, one baby and one toddler. I went on maternity leave. I traveled through Europe with my son, um, the toddler, when he was a baby. I am feeling completely at ease and I am about to surpass 300k in sales in the last 18 months. And those were the only 18 months that I've been in business, I should say. And I want to unpack with you the things that, that made the difference between my first and my current business. So let's take a look at reason number one. Reason number one why you're struggling with overwhelm and burnout is a lot of it is childhood conditioning. Now, our current belief system or your current belief system is created when you're still a pretty small child between the ages of zero and seven, but also in our school system. And a lot of the beliefs that are created are beliefs around success, around work, around worthiness, right? So success requires hard work. You got to study more, work more. You always have to be on top of your game. You've got to get really good grades. Only the best people get medals. Everyone else, it's not worth it. Doesn't matter if you're better than last year, you can still get a really bad grade. And these are the perfect conditions for workaholism and eventually burnout. And I can totally relate with that because I was a workaholic from a pretty early age on. I was always a top student. I remember one incident where I had a, I had an A minus in math and my parents' mindset was, oh, that's so unfortunate because if you hadn't done that one silly little mistake at the end, you would have had a straight A. So instead of being super excited about the A minus, they were like, oh, that's so sad. And this really shaped my whole upbringing, my whole mindset around work and worth. I attached my self-worth to productivity. I was always studying. I completely 
unlearned how to read a book for fun. It was always self-development books. It was always learning a skill. And already in high school, I was taking more subjects than required. I had more hobbies than anyone else. I was skipping a year. I was in an accelerated track. I mean, I was a complete workaholic, probably by the time I was 12 or 13. By the time I was 23, I already had three university degrees. And I'm going to be really honest with you here. I did not like going to business school. It was so competitive. It was it was not my energy. And I felt that if I don't like it, I just have to muscle through it. And I ended up in the hospital with my first burnout or my grandma had called the ambulance because I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And he was just like, wow, you're the most stressed out 19-year-old I have ever seen. So I took all of this with me into my first business, right? Working 16 to 18 hour days. I was driving from San Francisco to LA and back in the same day. So I would get up at 3 a.m., drive there, work 9 to 5 in LA to be in the factory to supervise production and then drive right back. And I was doing everything myself. And all of this was pretty much shaped by how I was raised, how I was educated. So your first action item here is I would love for you to schedule in half an hour in your day or make it the last half an hour when you lay in bed before you fall asleep to sit down and really think about or journal about what you believe you need to do to be successful. Do you need to work harder? Do you feel like you always have to do something? You have to be productive. And there are also free journal prompts um, in the download. So if you want to get the journal prompts, just head over to contentloungepodcast.com and there is a resource library and you can get the journal prompts for this. Reason number two, so juicy, valuing your own resources. So as kids, many of us weren't actually modeled how to do self-care, how to value your resources. And by resources, I really mean your physical, your mental, your emotional and time resources and how to value yourself, right? Who you are, to appreciate yourself for who you are and feel worthy of having things, of success of getting what you want. Now, when you try to figure things out on your own versus getting someone else to show you, you're not valuing your time enough to make an investment. Maybe your parents always had the mindset of like, oh, we don't need a plumber. I can do this myself. I can fix this myself. I can do this better or faster if I do it myself. This is a prime example from my childhood. I mean, Everything could, like in my family, it was always like, I can do this faster myself. It's cheaper if I do it myself. My family, prime example of not valuing their time. And that I took that into my business, right? I was doing everything myself because not even the photographer could take better photos than me. When you overwork beyond the point of exhaustion, you're not valuing your physical resources. My 18-hour days, me driving from San Francisco to LA and back just to get the work done, right? Instead of actually taking a plane. For my fellow workaholics, when do you, where do you attach your self-worth? And for me, a really big indicator was when I would come home and I would see my husband sitting on the couch. And I was like, what are you doing? We don't take breaks. And I knew he was with the kids like for the last six hours or something, if I was working or if I left the house or 
something, then I would get mad and unreasonably mad until one day I realized with the help of my mindset coach that I had attached my self-worth to productivity. So if my husband wasn't being productive, he wasn't worth anything. I was projecting that on him. And for my fellow workaholics, really keep in check where you attach your self-worth. When do you feel the most worthy? And is that really the thing you want to attach it to? Or can you just be worthy of massive success and massive income without the productivity, right? Do you allow empty space on your calendar without needing to fill it with extra busyness? So start paying attention to how you treat your resources, which thoughts, fears, and excuses pop up. These are all protective mechanisms. And instead of making excuses like, I don't have the time, or I can't do this myself, or it's too expensive, or the problem is that I don't have the resources, I want you to shift from a problem into a solution focus. Ask yourself, not, I can't, I can't make 10k months unless I do. Ask yourself, how can I hit 10k months while only working 9 to 5, while only working what I do 9 to 12, right? That is so powerful and it made the biggest difference between my first and my current business. Reason number three, is a lack of boundaries. Boundaries are so important. Boundaries around your needs and around your resources because burnout happens when there is a lack of boundaries. And as much as it hurts to hear this, in most cases, burnout is a choice, though not a conscious one. When we choose to take an extra project, even though we know we don't have the time or energy or mental space to do it, and we choose that overwhelm, we choose that that one step closer to burnout because our people-pleasing or fear of judgment is more important. When we choose not to set boundaries with our clients, our co-workers, our work, and ourselves, right? Sometimes I've got to set boundaries with myself and be like, dang it, Virginia, put that phone down. You're with the kids now. It's time to be in the moment. You're not working right now because you don't need to. Your business is going. Everything is fine nothing's falling apart, put that phone down. And for me, a big, big, big reason why I was burning out in my first business versus now where I'm succeeding much more easily and in flow and I actually get to live my life was because I did not set boundaries with myself and my work. Now, cross boundaries can manifest as anger, resentment, withdrawal, dissociation, or procrastination. Now, action item for this would be think about which boundaries you're not setting right now. When do you get angry? Do you get angry when you can't do your work? Do you get angry like me when you see your partner sitting on the couch, even though you know it's unreasonable to be angry because he's a great partner and he took great care of the kids and he's probably just tired because let's face it, taking care of kids is exhausting sometimes, right? They have so much energy. And for me, it was a lack of boundaries with myself. And then number four, you've got to take radical responsibility for your own choices. So if you're not happy with how your work is going, how your business is going, how your life is going, you got to take ownership. And this is what I want you to think about. 
What gives you life? What gives you energy? What gives you joy? What gets you excited to get doing? And what do you hate doing? What makes you feel drained? What makes you feel angry and resentful? And then take radical responsibility. I do not like posting five times per week or twice per day for crying out loud. So radical responsibility looks like this. I don't like posting five times per week. How can I have the same or more income and cut it down to two times? I hate running my offer a certain way. So ask yourself, can I do it differently so that it feels good, that I get excited when I hop on my calls, that I get excited when I talk to my clients, and then start looking for proof in your surroundings. Are other people succeeding without doing the thing you hate? Well, if you find someone permission slip granted, tell yourself and get behind the belief that obviously it's possible, right? You're seeing the proof and then pay them to show you how. And then lesson number five, taking action. So it doesn't just help when you are like aware of your childhood conditioning, you're aware how you're using your resources, you're aware of the boundaries that are missing, and you're taking radical responsibility, saying, yes, I understand that it's my life and I call the shots, right? You actually have to take action. And that means ruthlessly cutting out everything that you don't need. And this is what I call cut the crap. And I think it's my life motto. I already have such a straightforward personality where I'm like, yeah, we don't need that. Do do we need to do that now? Okay, great. Then we're cutting the crap. Does it need to be perfect for a kid's birthday party? No, cut the crap, right? Does it need to be X, Y, and Z to reach my goals? No. What is the minimum amount of effort that I have to take to actually get the thing that I want? Do I want an amazing, fun birthday party? Of course I do. Is my kid going to care if it's a fabric napkin versus a (laughs) paper napkin? Absolutely not. Cutting the crap. And this is so important because I was raised in a perfectionist household. Either you do it perfect or you don't do it at all. So I want you to be really honest with yourself here. And this is probably a bit bit of a tough love moment. But most of the stuff that you're doing in your business right now, you don't need it. Most of the stuff I did for myself, for my own business, I didn't need. I didn't need to be on five platforms. I didn't need to aggressively grow my social media to make sales. And I'm not going to lie here, this this really stinks because it makes me mourn the thousands and thousands of hours that I have wasted. Hours of lifetime where I could have spent time with my husband or traveled through the US or explored places or worked out more or nurtured my body and my soul and doing things that, that I absolutely love. Why did I do it? Because I was not taking action. I was not aware of my childhood conditioning. I didn't value my resources. I didn't, I I was lacking boundaries. I didn't take radical responsibility. And most importantly, I didn't take action. So I simply accepted the status quo of like, yeah, I got to do all the things to be successful and it's got to be perfect, right? But when, once you've created the awareness and you've taken ownership, you need to be ruthless and take action. Because all of the awareness, all of the knowledge doesn't help you. 
And this is also what this podcast is about. I'll be sharing with you insights, tips, tricks, reasons, processes that actually work. But it's up to you to take radical responsibility, decide this is for me or this is not for me, and then take radical action. So this is why you really need to be successful in business. You need to communicate your offers because if no one understands what you're talking about, no one can buy it, right? Just, uh, <laughs> it's as if you speak a different language sometimes, right? Because you speak expert lingo, your audience probably doesn't. So when you talk, I don't know, about your higher self or counting macros or, I don't know, the latissimus dorsi muscle, your audience ain't gonna understand it. So you need to understand how to communicate, A, in a language that they understand and in a specificity that they understand, right? Don't leave stuff up for them to like make up on their own, like to imply meaning, right? You've got to spell things out. So you need to learn how to communicate effectively without being face-to-face. You need to know a little bit of social media strategy, So how to grab and hold attention, we're going to talk about this in the next episode, and how to get more eyeballs on your content, right? So one is like getting getting the content to be so good people are actually considering it, and then getting some eyeballs of your ideal clients on it. And it doesn't matter which platform you're on, whether that's Facebook, whether that's Pinterest, whether that's, that's, that's. I don't know, clubhouse, though the wouldn't be eyeballs, right? Would be ears. Anyways, you need to do those two things and the principles are pretty similar. So pick your favorite platform, one platform, ditch everything else, cut the crap. You don't need six platforms. Take one and learn how to create really, really good content, learn how to communicate your offers. And that is it. You need to over-deliver on the thing that you're selling to create your reputation, but you don't need a ton of followers. You don't need a ton of platforms. You don't need to be doing all the things. Everything else is optional. Everything else in business is optional. Everything else you get to choose. Now, these were the five steps that you had to take in order to build a business that is wildly profitable and has all the space to help you lead the life that you want to lead. You want more time to travel? Here you go. You want more time to spend with your kids and your family and your friends and doing things that you love? Amazing. These are the five steps you have to take action on. Now, I want to remind you that this episode does come with a free download. It's in the resource library. So head over to the contentloungepodcast.com and you can sign up there to the resource library. Then you will also receive email notifications when a new episode goes live. And I'll include the resources, the downloads, and the journal prompts for the episodes where there are, there is a download. Because remember, consuming content is good. It's nice. Learning stuff is nice. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're working on personal development. That's amazing. But you've got to take action. Consuming content without implementation is not worth anything. So this was that for the for the first inaugural episode. I hope you loved it. I hope you have taken away so much. And if you love this episode, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram story. What was your favorite learning, your favorite takeaway? And I can't wait to see you on the next episode. 
content launchers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.